welcome to Hope Worth Repeating, a weekly podcast segment of Behind the Mic Podcasts with Mike Stone. My name is Amanda Valentine, not like the holiday that's coming up, but with an A in the middle, and I am honored to hold this safe and sacred space with you every Thursday to share from a diverse group of authors and their works, quotes that I pray will bring you hope. Each week, I will provide you the link to the featured work and creator so you have the opportunity to dive deeper into hope worth repeating. Friends, if you're discouraged, frustrated, exhausted, or all of the above as a parent, whether you're a biological parent, a foster parent, an adoptive parent, or you are a parenting grandparent, today is your day. If loving your kids and trying to raise them feels like a never-ending battle, you're in the right place. If you are parenting a child with difficult behaviors, such as defiance, addiction, criminal activity, attachment issues, and other difficult behaviors, I hope today you will see for yourself that you're not alone. So as always, take a nice deep breath, Roll your shoulders back a few times as I share hope worth repeating from my featured author, Pam Parrish, and her book, 30 Daily Devotions for Battle-Weary Parents, a scripture-based guide for parenting in the trenches. I found Pam's book in the middle of a family crisis, especially with two of my children. Every day I was exhausted before the day started exhausted by the constant battle of clashing values, mental health issues, school aversion, and every bit of havoc the pandemic seemed to wreak on our family. There was no break from it. I kept thinking things were gonna get better. This would fix it, that would fix it, but things only got worse. I had tried to parent my kids in a godly atmosphere with Christian values. We went to church on Sundays. I tried to pray as a family We tried to do family devotions. We tried to have spiritual conversations. Nothing seemed to work. And to be completely transparent, the battle is not over. It's ongoing. One of the main differences now though, is that I don't think I'm the only parent dealing with difficult behaviors and what seems like unmanageable days. Allowing myself to be vulnerable led me to support groups and 12-step groups and my church family to support and encourage me. They've helped to bring humor into my life. Some have dropped off a meal. Some have just let me cry and vent. And all have encouraged me to keep praying and to not give up. Parrish's book has a similar effect of that encouragement. Aside from the fact that it's based in scripture, which is awesome, it is practical and reaches out with compassion and understanding to all battle-weary parents. Even the title is empathetic. It's real and inviting. It's not a book of parenting formulas and sunshine and rainbows of perfect expectations with the side of just do this or just do this or seven steps to this or 10 ways to be a better parent. Honestly and, and unfortunately, Many books make parents feel like failures because they seem, can't seem to get the formula to work. They can't seem to get it right. 
Many well-intentioned people are the same way. They give advice that you've already tried how many times, or they make a generalization or a prognosis of your parenting. This can make already discouraged, fearful, frustrated, and exhausted parents feel shamed, causing them to withdraw, to isolate, and pretend that everything's okay while they suffer in silence. Parrish's book is a daily devotional, although I honestly think there is enough material in each day to last a whole week. I'm going to start sharing Hope Worth Repeating from Parrish, but let me tell you a little bit about her. Pam Parrish is the founder of Connections Homes, an Atlanta-based organization impacting the lives of young adults who are aging out of the foster care system, homeless or without family. She and her husband have seven children, yes, seven, one biological and six from foster care or adoption. Pam has a blog that I will share in the show notes that is helpful to all parents. So here is some hope worth repeating from Pam. She says, quote, in nearly every instance that the Bible records Jesus as being moved with compassion, healing follows. For our family and our children to experience healing, we must allow our hearts to continually be moved with compassion toward them. Where compassion leads, healing follows. I love that so much. Where compassion leads, healing follows. There are so many days that compassion is not the first emotion that I feel. There's anger, there's fear, there's frustration, there's shame, there's anxiety, discouragement, but not compassion. But when we look at Jesus, when he was moved with compassion, healing followed. There are so many facets of this quote that I could bring attention to. But for the sake of time and the fact that our brains can only take in so much information, I want you to remember this. Compassion is a healing force. Before you raise a quick objection, let me say this. I know this sounds too easy and it doesn't include all the exceptions and circumstances and hurt you're dealing with, but please let this do at least one thing. Let it give you hope. You don't have to figure everything out. You don't have to be your kid's conscience or their everything. Where Jesus's compassion is, healing follows. Many days I have had to pray for God to love through me because I'm human and I have limitations and I've hit a wall or I don't even know where to start to rebuild relationship to rebuild trust, communication, and closeness with my kids. Even when your kid is acting out or behaving badly, keep showing compassion. Keep being moved by compassion. Remember they are God's child and he cares about them even more than you do. Parrish says this, Quote, I sensed Jesus calling me back to the work that he had uniquely molded me for all my life, 
to be moved with compassion for my children's brokenness and see their stuff, their pain, and their brokenness and patiently understand. How powerful could it be to be willing to see the pain behind our children's behaviors and show compassion when everything inside of us wants to lash out? Now, I'm not talking about enabling our children's behaviors or overlooking them. That is not compassion. That is a collapse of parenting. The key here is before we react to allow ourselves to pause and wait until we can respond from a place of compassion instead of our exhaustion and frustration. Give ourselves time to allow ourselves to be moved with compassion toward our kids. One of the hardest feelings for me as a parent is the feeling of being rejected. It's a fear I've always dealt with, the fear of rejection. I move toward my kids, but they want to move further away from me. But listen closely. Don't stop moving with compassion toward them because they don't seem to want to move toward you. Listen to them. Do small things. Keep saying, I love you. Ask if they want to go for a milkshake. What if they say no? Remember, your goal is not for them to move toward you, even though you want that. I want that. Your goal is to move with compassion toward them in spite of their behaviors or rejection. For those listening today thinking that this all sounds good, but they are just done, they have nothing left, I want to share one more quote from Parrish's book. It's a powerful encouragement. So open up your heart and just receive this. She says, you can do this. You serve the same God that I do, and he is faithful to give you what you need to complete this mission and make a difference in the life of one of his most precious children. Bio-parent, foster parent, adoptive parent, grandparent, anybody involved in the life of a child, you can do hard things. And that is hope worth repeating. Thank you for listening today. I'm thrilled to share this book with you. It has been a lifeline for me, especially all the scriptures that I've written on three by five cards that I keep everywhere to remind me of what is true. I also love the prayer starters because sometimes I just don't even know how to start praying about the circumstances at home. I know this book can be an encouragement to you or to a friend who is in the trenches of parenting. This is a new podcast with the sole intent to spread hope in Jesus to everyone who listens. Please share and like, rate and review, subscribe, so hope worth repeating can go everywhere God intends it to go. I would also like to get to know you more friends, so please dialogue with me in the comments or follow me on social media. Let me give you some reflection questions for this week. When was the last time you allowed yourself to pause and be moved with compassion toward your children instead of giving full vent of your emotions. What kind of support would be most helpful in your current season of parenting? Who can you be vulnerable with that will not judge, but love you, encourage you, and pray with you? You do not need to pretend or isolate or hide. 
God has put the right people in your life for this season and you are not alone. As a reminder, this podcast is a weekly segment of Behind the Mic Podcasts, which is a weekly podcast that drops every Sunday. You will want to share and subscribe to these conversations of hope. I'll be back next week with a new author and book to share. Today's book and author are linked in the show notes, as well as how you can follow me on social media. Let's start dialoguing and moving toward each other with compassion. I'll end today with a scripture that Parrish highlights in her book. Psalm 145, 14. The Lord helps the fallen and lifts up those bent beneath their loads. Be encouraged, friends. Bye for now. I look forward to your comments and we'll hold this space for you next week for some more hope worth repeating.